Hello, trainers. Welcome back to the Roundtable Chat Talk presents the Friends List with real trainers, real people, and real friends. We are your hosts, Shadow Prime 34 and Old Johnny One Ball. And today we're joined by someone who is absolutely worthy to pick up Thor's hammer. One of the hosts of the GoCast podcast, GoCast Chris. How are you, Chris? Um, great. And what an intro. Being worthy to pick up <laughs> Thor's hammer is such a compliment out the gate. Oh, we don't uh, we I don't think... we don't take it lightly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully that hammer is because goodness knows I'm not in shape to pick it up as is. So. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. Well, welcome, Chris. We're glad to have you. Um I think uh you know, we we've been listening to your show for a while. Um, you know, one <clears> of uh oh it's been a while. There you go. <laughs> Um, and we are, we are glad to have you. Um, listeners, if you remember the last time we spoke with our buddy, Chris, we, um, I don't want to call them technical difficulties. I want to call them technical non-starters. <laughs> we had, we had an absolute time trying to get this done. Um, and, uh, unfortunately for you and your ears, I will not be cutting out midway through some of the recording today. So... Take that as you will, and I say, JT, let's get started. Let's do it. So we we, we always like to start with uh, just get, just getting to know you, who you are, and uh, what, what you're about. So yeah, Chris, uh, let's let's start with the the biggest question that we always got to start with. What is your history with these little imaginary Pokemon on our phone? Well, yeah, yeah that's with, a, yeah. <laughs> so like fr- from go, like where did this all start sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. Okay. Well, first of all, thanks so much for inviting me on again, guys. I really appreciate Absolutely. it. This is, this is a sweet mini series, you guys. Is it a mini series or like a sub series? What would you categorize it as? B- both? A mini sub. It's like a three inch Subway sandwich yeah. kind of series. <laughs> Just a quick snack. <laughs> well, whatever the categorization is, I love the name and I love the concept. So thank you very much for inviting me. I'm so excited to participate. Absolutely. Um, it, but, you know, for the history of Pokemon, I'm 31, right? I was born in 91. So, you know, I grew up with it. I was like right in the target pocket for. The kids that were starting to watch it when it came to the state, was it 98, 96, 98, one of those two? The uh, 90s. The, yeah, the late 90s <laughs> yeah. when I was old enough to actually have memories. Yep. This came about and uh, the Game Boy games and all that. And it was pretty much a done deal at that point in time. I had a slight lull in, I think, generation three and four, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, went through college and stuff like that and then came back to it when Go came back and. Went back and finished all the games I didn't finish and have been keeping up ever since. Love all aspects of Pokemon. It's very great. cool. Very cool. Yeah. What of all of the now 1,000 plus Pokemon, we, <laughs> we finally broke it. Mm-hmm. Of all of them. So this is a two-parter. What is your favorite Pokemon in Pokemon Go? And what is your favorite in the main series? Oh, okay. Good question. So are you asking me that just in case my favorite Pokemon is not yet in Go? Or are you talking about context-wise? Either way. Yeah. A lot of them are missing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the the Pokemon in my my favorite overall might be different than it is in Go. Uh, and it's definitely different than it is in the main series. So, yeah. you know, even though they're yeah. all in the game, uh, as far as the ones I'm choosing from, you know, it, it, it can go either way. It's up to you. Yeah, so that's a good question. Then it's it's cool. You can go two different ways. Uh, you know, my first answer for both would be Cyndaquil, nice, both in nice. Go 
and the main series games. But now that we've been talking about it, if I had to think about a, like a Pokemon that like I've gotten more fond of, or like suddenly now I love because of Go, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I've really, <laughs> I've really come around to Nihilego. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, <laughs> it's cool. I got a Hundo, so it definitely helps. Nice. I'm forcing yes. myself to like it. Let's just be honest. Sure. <laughs> I like the way it moves. You know, Sun and Moon was kind of slow, so I didn't get a lot of time to really appreciate the Pokemon. Yeah. So in Go, it's great to spend time with the Ultra Beast. They were such a big deal, you know, mm-hmm. last yeah. few months. So it was great. It's nice not to have uh, Lusamine connected with Nihiligo either. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, both both figuratively and literally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. But yeah, it's nice to have it like a solo story of its own. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very cool. That was awesome. So we 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 kind of talked about like the the Ultra Beast in Go and how it was kind of like a a, a big season long thing. So like what like looking past like the, the pre the seasons before they started that when it was just the original 150 or up to now, like what has been your favorite uh, moment in game or out of game with Pokemon go? Oh, wow. That's such a question. You know, <laughs> it, it kind of changes, but I feel like the one or two time, there are like two things I kind of come back to. The first one was the original Larvitar community day was like so hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Cause it, it was like one of the first events where people were like, Oh dang, like, there's a lot of value in this. These events can be so exciting. I was playing downtown Chicago and like oh. 30 minutes before the th- the the community day was over, people just sat down on the sidewalk to do their evolutions because we didn't have the buffer time after at that right, point, right? Yep. So it just felt neat to be part of that. Um, but nice. beyond that, I think probably the Ultra Beast invasion was cool, but I don't have so much of an affinity to really love that that much. Mm-hmm. Probably Go Fest Seattle. You know, I mm. think I appreciated that the most because I got to see you guys and I got to see everybody yeah. else. Hey, we got to meet each other in, in people in real life. Yeah, I in was so excited. Space. I there was like, go. I can hear my blood. I'm so excited. Like, <laughs> this is great. Oh, man. It was awesome. It was really great meeting you guys. Um, but beyond that, I mean, like it, it was what the first uh, go fest back after pandemic. Right. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. was just so hype. There was all this pent up energy and stuff yeah. for everybody for a couple of years. And. I think that event just shone so brightly. Oh, it <laughs> yeah. was so great. Yeah. Absolutely great. great. Well, very cool. Um so as part of the part of the 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 favorites of things, um we each have our own. I think most people have their own, but if you had to choose the best region from the main series games. So we've got at least 9. <laughs> <laughs> um but if you had to pick a, a, a favorite um, region, like I'm definitely a Kanto guy. Hoeing all day. He's hoeing all day. Johto. <laughs> okay, Johto. Hey, yeah. big yeah, three. That was, go. that was quick. That's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I mean, it, it ties with Cyndaquil, right? I mean, yes. I just had such, exactly. such a time. It, that, that generation imprinted on me big time. You know? That's awesome. Very Absolutely. cool. He, he was ready. Yeah, I, I'm here for it. <laughs> Also, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I it would be cool to do like a revisit to like the original games, not like like a oh, remake of like Let's Go Pikachu. But, oh, like, I was gonna say hey, like we did that. Yeah, no, it's like it's updated to where like you're back in like 2023, but in the Kanto region. So there's like new Pokemon in the Kanto region now. Like, where'd they come from? Like, what happened? Yeah, that'd be cool to just like. So hear me out. Like, see like the top three like games like we, remade. We revisit Diamond and Pearl, but. In a new art style. Arceus-like? No, BDSP. 
Faithful remake. Oh yeah. man, I, I didn't I didn't dislike that one as much as I thought I was going to. I played it because you know you I'm, have to. I'm going to. Yeah. Um, but I I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. And then Arceus yeah. came out, and I haven't played it since. <laughs> it dropped it like that's it right. was a rock. I'm yep. out of here. <laughs> I feel like that's the case for most of us. Arceus was just too good that even oh, if BDSP man. was like largely well accepted, Arceus would have still pulled all of us mm, away. Yeah. And we didn't yeah. have to wait that, you know, uh, roughly that year amount of time. They kind of came out a little bit back to back. I mean, yeah. as far as Pokemon games go, that was it was a pretty quick, really quick release. Turnaround. Yeah. And uh, man, Arceus was good. <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> it was fantastic. Overworld Chinese, man. So good. <laughs> Bring it back, Niantic. So, uh, game speculation aside, we'll have a future in uh, the game concept here in a little bit. <laughs> but the right. um, so, Chris, what is like from your the day one when you downloaded Pokemon Go? Like, what has been your history with uh, Pokemon Go? Like, so how that how'd you get into it? Yeah, that's a good question. So, I, I followed it when I first started seeing some advertisements. You know that one we've all we all saw with like mm-hmm. the. Snorlax on the bridge, the Charizard on the mountainside, the original one, right? Yep. Um, and ever since then, I was like, oh, my God, I got to play this game, right? <laughs> and so as soon as it hit the the app store in Australia, I changed my app store, downloaded it and stuff like that, right? Nice. And got it, you know, day one, day zero, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And then I played it for a while and then put it down because it wasn't as interesting at the time after you kind of messed with it for a while. Mm-hmm. And then... Somewhere around 20, about like a year later, it was about a year later, um, I picked it back up again after we had more than one generation in the game, and all of a sudden I was like, I can see the potential in this game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I can absolutely see like that this is going to be around for a while, that it has the opportunity to bring people together, like this is this is as much a Pokemon game as any other game, but it's also the furthest thing from it in the ways that it needs to be, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely, yeah. Um, so... Definitely had the lull. I think we mo- a lot of us had that lull. But pick it up. This is great. Okay, I'm done with that. Oh, wait a minute. It's good again. And it stayed good, right? Yep. So. Mm, yeah, Absolutely. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> yeah. It, it lost its luster after a bit. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, once it sort of uh, <laughs> shone again. <laughs> <laughs> Shiny jokes. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people were in that same boat of like, oh, okay, I did it. Thanks. Yeah. And all of a yeah, sudden there's more and then there's, and then it never stopped. <laughs> yeah. So the, that kind of like actually bleeds over into like the next question. So the, 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 everyone has that thing that like, like drove them into the game. Like for me, I was really casual until I found out you can get poses in GBL. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> excuse me, what? And then it was, I was like every day, like uh, putting at least 15 minutes into the game. So like, what, what was that like? That the the quick ball for you, so to speak, or like that hook. Like what 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 Whoa. was the hook for you? Careful with the quick ball right now. The Pokemon community is eating that alive. Oh, on yeah, Twitter. that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever seen more uproar about a ball. I tried to sneak it the, in. <laughs> the TCG official account posted a picture of like the the golden quick ball. And yeah, coming about. <laughs> so I was funny. like, this is great. Control level expert. <laughs> I'm a quick baller. Admit oh, it. Oh yeah, no, me, me too. Yeah. The only time I think about it is at the end of Terror Raids because it's a hundred percent catch chance. Yes. Like, oh, does this match or not? But right, I've had too many shinies blow up on me. I'm just throwing the quick ball. Yep. Like, it's on. quick ball. <laughs> Looking at you, Literally, Electrode. So yep. Right. 
Um, no, but to answer your question, the so like what was like the big hook for me? Like mm-hmm. what really sold the game? Hmm. You know, besides starting the podcast and then being interested in you know knowing what I'm talking about, the the next biggest thing was like the rating and the live events. Mm-hmm. I, I went to the first Go Fest, the one that didn't go so hot, but was also really hot at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Even after that, nothing worked. It was on paper an awful experience, mm-hmm. right? I got sun poisoning. It couldn't have gone worse. Oof. But I was sold on live events after that. Would you believe it? Like. After they were like, okay, give us a second chance. We're gonna we're gonna do it right. I'm like, okay, great. I mean, because I could see what this is. If the game works, this is gonna be great. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I I think live events I'd probably have to, and even like the casual ones, like when you do meetups with friends, like a local park, mm-hmm. like I consider that like a mini live event. Yeah. Right? That, I think that's the stuff that sold me for sure. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. And I know you're a collector, right? Because yes, you're the shiny the, costumes. The, the more, the merrier. <laughs> I am the I am the first one to upgrade storage, <laughs> and I am filling like you've you've seen it. I'm at six thousand two hundred and fifty, and I often fill it. <laughs> with just costumes, and I'm like, why it's though? Just, it, it's just full all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I feel your pain. I yeah, do. yeah. <laughs> So, sort of a transition from the the hook of Pokemon Go, let's talk about the hook of a Pokemon Go podcast. Where where did you start, and then was it before or after you started that you realized that this could be something special? So, I actually had a past in podcasting about another video game prior to this. I did a, a podcast called League Cast about League of Legends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that started back in 2010. That show is still going to this day. I, I, I'm not, I'm no longer on it, but it's mm-hmm. still going. That's awesome. Which is wild to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so if you like League of Legends, go listen to them. Those guys are great. I love them. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but you know, I, I saw this game and I was like, this could be a podcast for sure because I had ha- already had a proof of concept in my mind for a mm-hmm. different sort of game, but this lended itself better to it because the, the news was relatively weekly and there's the social hook, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until we started getting responses from people like emails and talking to people at events and things like that, that I realized that the podcast was offering what I wanted it to offer. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a separate question, maybe, or a separate conversation about what I want podcasts to offer. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you start getting response from people that are just like, I listen every week. I really appreciate it. Like, I feel like you and I know each other. Like, that sort of stuff is what this is all about, yeah. right? Um, and, of course, I love to hear myself talk. You know, who, who does this that doesn't really? If you say you don't, you're lying. Um, but that doesn't mean we can't use our faults for good, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's I think that's my answer is, you know, hearing genuine responses from people and especially mm-hmm. coming from uh, I love League of Legends players, but y'all are toxic and you know it. And that's OK. <laughs> <laughs> it was a breath of fresh air, I have to say. Very cool. Which Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. It, I mean, we we're, we're behind you as far as the uh, longevity of the entire thing. Um, but uh, we have to look somewhere to to you know, keep riding along with and, uh, you know, seeing podcasters on the notable trainer stage and knowing them, 
Um, mm, that was, was that was a really cool uh, thing to see that it's not just the YouTubers or yeah. the 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 crazy Brandon Tan Fleece King level players um, like millions of stardust. We're we're yeah, just guys, right, right. and then <laughs> and and we're just people, and we all know each other now. And um, you know the the Pokemon podcast community. Um, with with GoCast and and lured up having seen you on the stage, but also being welcomed by you into the space Absolutely. has been really cool. You know, it wasn't like oh they're new, they're in Denver. No one else is in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> if it's any if it's any consolation, I wish I was in Denver. I love Colorado. That, that's fair. It, it it is a cool place. Um, yeah, but like you, you know, it's it's not. Uh, Chicago or Los Angeles or New York, there's no events here. <laughs> We're trying, <laughs> but you know, and and just seeing the the people like you, uh, like Kyle, and you're just yeah, come on in. You're part yeah. of us now. Has been very cool. Yeah. Um, so as far as what we've seen of you and your show and and how you interact, it's uh, you know it's been a big thing for us to try to follow in those footsteps. So we appreciate you for uh, for. Starting this uh, this Pokemon Go podcast game off earlier. Absolutely, it's like the the big old like the boat goes by and the, you see a long yep. rope and then you see a tube <laughs> with us on it. Like, yeah, yeah. you got this. Woo! <laughs> we're learning to ski right. as we're going. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got to tell you the um the the Pokemon Go podcast lineage goes back further too. It does. Like, you know, with the Pokemon yep. Go radio guys too, yep. and I feel like anybody that has a Pokemon Go podcast now can probably try trace that. Yeah, path yep. back to Absolutely. those those two goofballs. Yep. I love them so much, and I miss their show. I mean, they still do the bonus episode, but yeah, of course, I mean. yeah. And, um, and that's sort of what that's what we got hooked on originally was PGR. Absolutely, and yeah. we were like, wait, we're not actually twins. I mean, we are. <laughs> yeah, it's the facial hair. until you see us in person. We are twins. <laughs> um, and you know, we were like, wait a minute, I talk like that. He talks like that. <laughs> We should do this. Let's just put a mic in mm-hmm. front of us. And then, well, let's put an iPad in front yeah. of us. <laughs> Talked at an iPad. Yeah. And we did it. And oh, man. we do it every week. And it's, you know, it's a great time for us to hang out. Um, we do dinner beforehand. And, uh, you know, our wives are, are supportive of what we're doing. And it's been really cool that people are just like, oh, you do that? Cool. Let me listen. Which has been. It's been very cool. Yeah. hundred yep. percent. Yeah. So and I think that circles back to just talking about how great Pokemon people are in yes. comparison to other fandoms. They're usually like, oh, this is more of the stuff I like. So I like this. Yep. You're great. Yeah. Thank you. And you're like, you haven't <laughs> even consumed this yet. You've listened to one episode and you're like, that's fine. Yeah. I'll listen to you for life now. Yeah. And you're like, okay. <laughs> great. You know, exactly. I, I also want to say thank you for, for, you know, saying all those nice things, but I, I throw it back because, uh, you know, there would not be any pressure to like innovate. Mm-hmm. Where we are, if the other podcasters in the space around us weren't also doing stuff. Right. So for Absolutely. you guys bringing, like, the friends list is a great example. Like, this is such a great format, right? Lured Up has their creator series. Mm-hmm. It's similar, but it's different and different enough that even if it was similar, people would listen to it. Yeah. Because the hosts are different, right? Yeah. But it's just so cool seeing so many different shows around and like you know you guys were there at seattle too like we mm-hmm. met we met all these other different shows like there was like six or seven podcasts yeah, hanging yeah. out together at one That's, point in time wild i loved and it I, I love pokemon fans but i love pokemon podcasters i think a little bit more <laughs> sorry y'all oh, oh. <laughs> 
Very nice. Yeah, absolutely great. And it was great. Like, what, 11 o'clock at night, and we're having a big old conversation about whether or not Hisuian Typhlosion was actually cool or not. <laughs> like, I, I just He's cool. That. <laughs> I'm with him. I like Hisuian Typhlosion. Yeah, man. Hisuian Typhlosion is all of us after a day at work. Tell yeah. me he doesn't give off those Denver vibes. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, you can smell it on him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it, it was just like really cool to just be able to experience that. Like that was such a good night. Mm-hmm. Like it was oh, such a good time. Yeah. So, but uh, so we got to talk about one of the, one of the staples of your show. Absolutely love it. It's actually kind of helped drive a lot of my, my plays. I don't know if I would call it drive his plays. I would call it ruined his life. <laughs> yeah. That's Perfect. actually good. 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 <laughs> So for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what what was what got you started in making goals with Kyle on the show? Like tell mm. us about that that the beginnings. So there was a little bit of concern when we first started that there wouldn't necessarily be enough to talk about every single week. Mm-hmm. And that there also wasn't necessarily something to look forward to every single week. So it kind of fell to us as trainers to like set a goal right to explore a new feature to do something different or to just keep up with what you're already doing right and so that section just kind of like floated through and now we have more than enough to talk about every single week oh yeah and more than enough to do in the game we're still setting goals because i think it just appeals to the the psychology of a pokemon go player at its core level Mm -hmm. right like we all want to do that yep i wish niantic would let us set our own custom uh, mm-hmm. special research. It doesn't have to give me a reward or anything. I just want the ability to set something up so I can say 500 Pokemon and I just want to see it catch, you know, I just yep, want to little... see the number go up. Yep, exactly. That's it. You know, <laughs> we're all crazy. All of us are crazy, but you know, it's, we found a way to make it enjoyable in this way. And so goals really just kind of comes from that sort of, that sort of energy. Yeah. I think. Nice. So uh, as you probably know, I love to set unrealistic goals for myself. Like, let's go. Yeah. It, it, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> Chris, have you heard about his push to 50 goal? Wait, okay. No, no, no. Okay. Quantify this for me. Oh. Okay. So <laughs> he said, I want to be level 50 by the end of 2022. He was getting there, but okay. it was, it was, I was like, are you, what? You're level 48. <laughs> And it's like November. Anyway, so he he texts me one day. It was like one of those middays between Christmas and New Year's. And he's still level 49. Mm-hmm. And he texts me and he goes, I think I got this. And he's still 2 million away. He texts me not later that evening, but about 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon and goes, I got a million. I'm only a million away. It's like, what, what were you doing? The next day, he texts me. He goes, did it. I I don't think I've oh ever gotten 2 million XP in basically a day and a half. That was, was ridiculous. Rough. And he did it. And that was – and that end of that 2 million was level 50. It was – it was it was ridiculous. Bravo. Yeah, it was. So the question is, sorry, I was going to say the question is though, like, was there an XP bonus active, or were you just using Lucky Eggs? So I was using Lucky Eggs, but I was driving around hitting all the Kiram raids, and I had my ball go mm. ball plus ball ball plusing. Yeah, ball plusing. Plus, yeah, 
plus plus, plus, plus balling. balling. Plus, that'll do it. Yeah, we, the ball thingy that's sanctioned by Niantic Fast. had that thing going. So it was catching those with the double XP, and I was just hitting every raid I could. I was like, hey, yeah. anyone in the area, come over here, hit this raid with me. And for hours, and I don't, if, I honestly, if I see another Kirim right now, I still might get sick. I can't do any more Kirim. I have no more. Wait, <laughs> I haven't asked you this in real life or on the show. What is your Kirim candy count right now? Ooh, let's find out because Ooh. it is way too much. Hang on. Because. That was, I, yeah, we, we said it on the show and I was like, if, and then someone sent me a Kiram gif and I almost cried. <laughs> so I'm at 4,709. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so many Kiram. And I'm sorry. I, I, I misheard you. Did you just say level, you said level 50. That's what that was, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Not 4,000 candy. It's level 50. That's level 50. <laughs> yeah. It was so many. And then the, I have 45 Kiram sitting in my box, just chilling. Oh man! So yeah, <laughs> save them for the zipper. Did you yep. get a hundo? I had a hundo run on me. I could not catch it. A rundo? Uh, no, <sighs> it's a thing. Oh, a rundo. We have we have smashed oh, up. No. We have portmanteaus of all of the other words: lucky, hundo, shiny, all of it. It's all there. And so, <laughs> sorry, Almond Breeze <laughs> is playing an ad on my Pokemon. So. uh yeah. Oh, <laughs> for the AR? Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone, this is what the new AR tasks will do. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was a really interesting set of texts to get. And it was almost only those. I think I got this. One million to go. <laughs> got it. I was like, well, what? <laughs> what have you been doing? <laughs> and you Amazing. know the, the, the like, Thanos like, kid? I took a nap, man. What happened? <laughs> oh, I, I know. Yeah. The the Thanos gif when after he snaps and he goes to his farm and he like limps over then sits down. I just mm-hmm. sent that gif and I was like, I'm going I'm to take it easy on Pokemon for a couple of I'm days. I'm done. Yeah. I'm just going to sit back. For, just give it a break. <laughs> I can rest. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chris, while we're on the topic of that goal, I want to know. Uh, personally, what is the wildest goal that you've set and reached? Hmm. Uh, 500 raids of summer was like a big project oh, back in the day okay. uh, before remote raids were a thing. Yeah, I did like this. It was supposed to be like a, a charity mixture thing, but we weren't like too, too popular at the time. So we, mm-hmm. I think we raised like $300, $400, something like that. Okay. Um, nice. But hey, it was a lot of fun. But the project yeah. was uh, based on, you know, 500 days of summer is a parody, right? So it was 500 oh, yeah. raids of summer. So yeah. the, first, the first calendar day of summer to the last calendar day of summer, I had to do 500 raids. I tracked them all and stuff, but this is before remote raids. So I had to drive around, walk around, bag, borrow, steal time, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I ended up doing it. It was great. Um, and the, the spreadsheet was sick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Well, hopefully this, uh, you know, brings people that may not have, uh, set these, uh, lofty goals, uh, they are attainable listeners. So you, you set (laughs) goals for yourself. Uh, Hey, set goals for us, man. I'll try it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to make it, but I'll try it. Um, 
So it it is you know, not community day. You got to get thirty shinies. Oh my Ooh. gosh! Let me tell you about Cyndaquil community day. I got zero shinies. <laughs> so I think Chris was hogging them all. Zero? Yes. And it's not that any ran. I didn't True. even encounter one. <laughs> <laughs> we we've been tracking my shiny pidgeys lately I'm so because sorry. I keep getting them instead of event shinies, uh, and I have a. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been two events in a row that I have uh not caught a an event shiny, which is a bummer because Lunar New Year was one of them, but I did catch a shiny Pidgey. And I now have I now have I've got one shiny Cyndaquil, I've got eight shiny Pidgey, and I've given away another handful of them. Yep. Those are community <laughs> oh day God. numbers right it's, there. It's been something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to, to be fair, Pidgey is kind of a rare shiny nowadays because it's just like not in any spawn pool. Well, so, I mean, call me. I've got them. Be coming out ahead. Like, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, hopefully the uh, the next community day does not do me dirty because it's, like, it's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So March community day, Pidgey. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm staying home. <laughs> I'm not doing it on principle. <laughs> Someone else go for me. <laughs> So uh, back to the, the the podcast. So we uh, we did an interview, and uh, the professor Matthew Breaker said that um, he likes to call himself a content collaborator because uh, he doesn't like create this just by himself. And I was like, that's really cool. So, but what has been like from the journey beginnings of starting a podcast to now? Like, what has been the most challenging part of being a content collaborator? I like that term a whole lot. That's mm-hmm. really great. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I, I think I think the most challenging part is kind of like just getting over yourself and getting out of your own way at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's not a it's not a matter of um, don't worry about what other people think. Just put it out there. It is, but it's mm-hmm. that mixed with what is the appropriate amount of of content or whatever that I'm doing for me personally. Right. Absolutely. And so I, I can, you can undersell yourself, you can oversell yourself and it's about reassessing constantly and like trying to bring yourself to a point of parody. Like for example, if I can give a quick example, yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, last year we pretty much stopped doing streams altogether. We mm-hmm. had uh, two years ago, we had a, a rather aggressive streaming schedule when we first started streaming, we were doing, um, Kyle and I were doing a playthrough, uh, once a week of one of the main series games. And I was doing an art stream every Monday and we were also live streaming the show and things like that, but this isn't like a full-time job. So it was Mm -hmm. pretty, pretty complicated. And I got burnt out so fast. Um, We kept up for a while, but it was not feasible to maintain. And so last year we kind of took off. Um, I didn't mean to, it just kind of sort of happened. And then this year, January is like, get out of your own way, Chris, like just, just do whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. So Started making some video versions of the show and uh, started streaming again this past week. I made a YouTube short for the first time. Nice. Hey, look at that. Like, and you know what? It wasn't that difficult. Like, you just have to sit down and kind of do it. Like, everything seems so, so daunting at first. Mm -hmm. Like, like I'm sure when you sat down to do your first podcast episode, right? We've all had this experience. We all know this one. (laughs) And you're like, gosh, what if I sound like a weenie and nobody likes me? Like, well, so what? Maybe you do, but people also like that, you know? Yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah. Find the people that want to listen to you, weenie. Like, I know I did. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, I mean, from from where we started a year ago, 
we were sitting at about a foot tall Ikea table that I had taken chairs from my living room and we were talking at an iPad because we were like, this is great. Let's do it. And then we listened to it and we, were and like, we said, that was not great. Let's stop that. <laughs> and the next week we, we were able to, you know, get microphones and things like this. Um, and, you know, just kind of dove in and, you know, we, we still do it. The, the studio is evolving, uh, almost every week. <laughs> and uh, panels are new. Yeah. So we, we've got the, the panels here. We actually just added on the other side of the room as well. So, uh, Ooh. for those of you that have been around, uh, from the U-Haul moving blankets on every wall, <laughs> we only have a few of those left. <laughs> <laughs> there there are some things in this room that just can't be covered with panels and so you haul moving blankets yeah. and then I put them on the ceiling and it sounds great and it, we're just we're just moving along and and doing our thing but but you're right and uh, and JT does sound like a weenie so <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs> I came here to have a good time, and I'm feeling so attacked right now. Uh, but but you're right. I mean, uh, granted, we we are actually stupid in real life, um, and and hey. that's how we started. We're just like, let's just put microphones between us. Somebody's going to want to hear it, and it won't just be our family. Um, and we put yeah, it out there, and yeah. it 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 has it has grown uh, the. Uh, the enjoyment of doing this, of meeting people. Like every time we get someone new in our Discord, I'm like, oh, dude, somebody came in. Oh, yeah. And and it's just been a really cool experience um, that we've been able to have. Um, but you, you're you're 100% on. You have to get out of your own way. Absolutely. You have to realize <laughs> those limits. Um, <laughs> we we may not have hit them yet, but we uh, we don't stream i don't think we're that interesting (laughs) um but but i i understand i mean you you were you were you know for lack of a better term killing yourself over all of this and the ability for you to realize it's time to take a step back and then i can i can get in a little bit more as i want to rather than i need i gotta go i gotta do this it's monday i'm streaming this it's friday i'm streaming this that's a lot for for yeah Two guys, <laughs> one guy, right. any guys, right. any people, um, any amount of folks, any um, group of number of humans, humans and deer. Oh boy. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> well, yeah. So we, you know, we've heard, we've heard the hard part and, and the, the things you've had to learn about being a content collaborator, but what's been the mm-hmm. best part of being a content collaborator or bests? Multiple best. You know, uh, I'm going to say the one that I kind of already said, but like, you know, meeting you know, like uh, like-minded people and stuff sure. like that, like Pokemon trainers, the people that like Pokemon, people listen to the show, meeting people out in, in real life is so cool at events and things like that. Um, and the most, the most rewarding part is if like I arranged a meetup, well, we did like our in-person meetup at, in, um, uh, mall of America last year, mm-hmm. we had, like, you know, 35 ish total amount of people show up or something like that. That's so awesome. cool. Yeah. And, hearing from them after the fact that they had a good time. I was like, ah, yes. <laughs> yes, you had a good time. 
<laughs> you know, because I was so nervous. I was overanalyzing it the whole time. Like, I mean, you're really quiet. Some people are just quiet. Did you know yeah. that? I didn't know that. That's crazy. <laughs> Some people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's fine, it turns out. Who knew? Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> but I think the Which other thing awesome. was, and I, I realized this at Seattle big time, was that the biggest thing was like meeting my tribe, right? Mm-hmm. Was like finding other content collaborators Mm -hmm. whether it was a youtuber or it was you know my my, uh, family of other fellow podcasters right like all over the place you know like everybody was so nice and Mm -hmm. the whole idea of like we like to celebrate this game and showcase it and we all have this mentality of appreciating the people that appreciate us Mm -hmm. just leads to an environment that is so warm and i've just never felt more like i belonged you sure. know, like yeah. when we were doing the bar crawl. I never felt more at home, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is absolutely awesome. Like, uh, I can't wait for round two. Yeah, we need this more. Be good. Yeah, yeah, we do. We need yeah. more. We need more. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> maybe one day they'll be like, hey, Denver, it is game time. <gasps> we have, oh, yeah, we have big so enough down. places. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. It'll be maybe great because but... we, we go from Denver to sea level. And we're like, oh, this is great. We can walk forever. We can drink forever. I'm ready for everyone to come up here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what is yeah, this incline? Oh, that's just the stairs into the building. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Denver on vacation, and uh, I was I was so surprised at what a cheap date I was while I was there. Like, one drink, two drinks. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> Wowee. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it's one of those things that comes with a warning label. Of oh yeah, uh-huh. just just be ready. Yeah, don't go doing sprints right <laughs> off the bat when you get here. That's it's right. a good time. So you know, we we are fingers crossed that we'll have uh, have some people come to Denver and party on. Yeah, there was a I went off subject, but there was a band that came and it was kind of a smaller venue, and they like stopped. They did about three or four songs, and they're like, okay, so we can't breathe, so we're gonna do a question and answer. Uh, raise your yep. hand if you have a question. <laughs> Yep, just to give himself a breath. Oh my god! I've, I've like, been to yeah, a couple of yeah. those. One of the it was her first concert ever in Denver. Ooh. It was her first time doing a show in Denver, and you could tell. <laughs> now they're professionals and they figure it out pretty quickly. But yeah. it was I was yeah. like, I'm sorry, <laughs> it's the altitude, isn't it? <laughs> we don't have any air up here. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> but generally speaking, like, are the crowds there like pretty understanding if somebody says that? Yeah. Like, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Fiber, come back. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. Cool. Um, we also, one of, uh, I'd like to call it Denver's second biggest export is <laughs> oxygen in a can. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. Can uh-huh. It is. If you haven't seen that, um, and, and you know, people that, that come in and, you know, go to, you know, any sort of like, oh, I need some gear, like, Come to Denver, my human and dear listeners, <laughs> and you will find oxygen in a can. <laughs> <laughs> Canned oxygen. And it, it sure is something. <laughs> but talking yeah. about things as trivial as canned oxygen, <laughs> let's get into a section that's uh, you know a little bit more uh, of sort of our, our daily show vibe, weekly show vibe. Um it's called fun and random on here, but I'm going to call it let's get stupid with our friends. So, hey, I like it. Let's start off with one of our most uh, long suffering sections, the chef's kiss section. 
Are you familiar with the way that this works? I don't think so. I got you. So step me through. Pretend I'm new. <laughs> all my listeners and Chris, the christener. Here we go. The chef's kiss section is a section where we rate things one to ten, but you don't rate them just with numbers. You you have to think about how you're going to rate this as far as a uh, you, if you if you watch me now, Chris can see me, but everyone else, if you're watching, you can see this. You just go, ah, man, that's good. That's a chef's kiss. Well, that's one. <laughs> you have two hands. Oh, that's two. Two chef's kiss. That's good. Once you get to three, you have to start borrowing friends. <laughs> you can go all hmm. the way up to ten, one through ten, and then you have to start borrowing. You have to have four friends. <laughs> yeah. That that is that is the the background of the section. Um, wait. So wait. So the maximum we can have here is six. No, you have to have four more friends. So you is two, and then four, they each have two. We get to eight. But here, yes, six. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You have to we'll, – we'll pretend we've got more people. Uh, really, okay. it's just a one through ten rating that we were like, we got to spice this up somehow. Like, like <laughs> and so we were does. like – Yeah, so we were like, oh, chef's kiss. Mm, that's good. Wait, what if you had to do that but with other people's hands? <laughs> because oh you're like, well, this is an eight. Well, you better have three more friends. <laughs> Okay. So we were just like, that's the stupidest thing I've thought of. Let's do it. <laughs> so this is the chef's kiss section, which is our one through ten. So you determine how many chef's kisses you want to give to a Pokemon. And this time, listeners, it is Chris's choice what we're going to be rating today. So you get to pick any Pokemon, and we will rate not only its regular form, but its, it's shiny, shiny form. Oh, boy. Okay. Hmm. And we're, we're like um, talking like... One is eh, it's a Pokemon. It's it's a Rattata. It's there. Yeah. And versus yeah. like ten, it's a shiny Crobat. Uh, yeah, the, that's a ten for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. I so would, I would give Crobat a ten. It goes. Crobat. It goes all. You know, whatever you pick, we're gonna rate it. Could be your favorite. Could be your least favorite. Could be the first thing you think about. Yeah. Okay. I've I've got a candidate. Are you ready? Let's do Ooh. it. Let's hear it. All right. Obama Snow. Ooh. Oh, I don't even have to look that one up. I like it. I know that yeah, one. I know, that, know one. that one. Yeah. <laughs> we all know that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we'll end with you, Chris, as the, the guest to finish the thing out. But, JT, regular Obama snow me. Regular. <laughs> okay. Powder snow, powder snow, powder snow. <laughs> so I'm going to go regular Obama snow. I'm going to give it a seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In the back of my mind, knowing what the shiny looks like, I'm going to give regular Obama Snow a six. Okay. It's good. It's pretty solid. I like it. But I know what's coming. I'm going to give it a six. Same. Chris, Same. green Obama okay. Snow, what are you rating? Regular Obama Snow, I think I'm actually going to give it a seven. Are you allowed to do point five? Absolutely. Absolutely. 7.5. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So we got a 7.5. Excellent. Now, for the... Uh, Cooler Daniel of it all. Daniel and the cooler Daniel. (laughs) Daniel, for the cooler Daniel of the two. (laughs) JT, give me a rating for the blue Obama Snow. 8.5. Okay. Right there. All right. It's pretty solid. I I like shiny Obama Snow. Okay. Very cool. I'm going to go eight. I'm going to give it an eight. Um, It's nice. I wish the white had been a little something different. Yeah. Maybe yellow. It's snow. Um, it's, it's better than like the regular like grass shinies where they just go fall. That's true. That's true. Um, 
I'm going to give it an eight, but a six to an eight, that's a, that's a pretty it's solid a, jump for one Pokemon. Jump, so yeah. I'm proud of myself. Mm-hmm. Chris, tell me about shiny uh, Obama snow. Yeah, I hate to disappoint if I'm going to, but I'm actually going to go down. I'm going to give shiny Obama Snow a six. Okay. Ooh. What is the yeah. reason behind that? Because that is an uncommon reaction. So I think shiny Obama Snow looks great. It's fine, though. But but I really like the original design. I think the green really gets the, the point across mm-hmm. what it is and what it's trying to be. And the blue is cool for a shiny, but if the blue was somewhat design appropriate in some other way, I would probably place it above. Okay. Okay. But like conceptually, that. the I think the base form is just so good that I like it. Okay. I like shinies. Nice. Abso- hey, absolutely. Well, that there. Hey, listeners, there you have it. That is a spicy take. I, I'm here for it. I like it. Did, uh, listeners, for those that might not know, they have YouTube series for Pokemon has YouTube series, and they had one for Arceus with the Hisuian Snow. Mm-hmm. After watching that, my appreciation for Obama Snow just went up so Absolutely. high. Like, just squared off against a guard shop. I was like, this is so cool. Oh. Yeah. So, like, I just, I, I love Obama Snow. It's a good, it's a good move. Yeah. So good. All right. So, we, we talked about Pokemon that we, we, we give those chef's kiss too. But, Chris, I got to know, what is one Pokemon, for whatever reason, that you absolutely cannot stand? Granbull. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, yeah. Flesh teeth. Is it the flesh teeth? <laughs> it's not the flesh teeth. It's all of it, including the flesh teeth. <laughs> Wait, is it the flesh teeth or the teeth body? Ew. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or is it all cartilaginous? Yes. It? Just like teeth. <laughs> and then they wiggle around a little bit. <laughs> a strong breeze. Just, you can see like Granbull's teeth move. Exactly. That's right. And they wiggle, wiggle, right? You yeah. Know? <laughs> it's just, it's just such a eh, Pokemon. I think Snubble is cooler, and I really don't like. Yeah, Snubble. I agree. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. It 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 took a weird turn during evolution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flesh teeth. Sure did. That's a that's a good choice. Yikes. Flesh teeth. <laughs> what is it? The. Uh, the gingerbread man sits in his house. He's <laughs> like, he screams. Am, am I house or is my house flesh? <laughs> but he does really not know. He does not know. <laughs> I love it. A... Well, we'll move on from flesh tooth. Um, and let's talk about <laughs> some you. good things. So uh, JT here is more of the uh, GBL player here than I am. Um, I, I tolerate it. It exists as part of the game. <laughs> um, but we, we each know what the favorite is to use in GBL. So for you, Chris, what is your one favorite Pokemon to use in GBL? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Nidoqueen right now. Okay. Ooh, very okay. solid. I really, I really love Nidoqueen. Poison Fang, Spam is always great, and Earth Power, Earth Power hits like a truck. It does. Um, and it's just, it's just great. People know how to counter it, but... It's not as common as other staples in sure. the meta, uh, so sometimes yeah. you get lucky. That's yeah, it's fun. Okay, yeah, I, I have not had a ton of luck against Nidoqueen, mostly because I am not a prepared man. <laughs> <laughs> I was battling a Nidoqueen, and I thought I could take it down because I had a—I no. don't remember what I was using. But I was like, oh, I got this. And they stone edged me. And I was like, ooh, never mind. You've yeah. got this. Wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, listeners of the show, you know that ground moves are a problem for me. <laughs> I do not care for them to be used against me 
because it's always effective. <laughs> <laughs> always. So, okay. So let's have a little, a little bit of fun with hypotheticals. We're going to ground in reality just a little bit. Well, not too much, though. Okay. So if okay. you could have one Pokemon as your buddy, and we're going to exclude legendaries and mythicals because, like, Lugia flapping its wings, causing hurricanes <laughs> and all that. Like, we're going we're gonna to dump those off to the side for a second. If you could have Very any Pokemon. I know, right? Because <laughs> I, I want the world to be in one piece when they come out of their Pokeball. Yeah. So yeah. if you could have one Pokemon as your buddy, who's, who's it going to be? In real life. Re- yeah. Real life buddy. Real life buddy. So they would, like, follow me around like Pikachu does with Ash. Yeah. Sort of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, that's a good question. I think probably functionally you'd want something that could fly you around, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would probably go Pidgeot. I love Pidgeot. Okay. That's a good one. That's okay. a good one. Very Basic nice. bird. You know, people already have birds. There's already infrastructure for taking care of birds. Yeah. You know? We're good. It's fine. The store sells bird food. It doesn't right. sell it doesn't sell four foot magma snail food. <laughs> yeah, with ten thousand <laughs> degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> <laughs> Now, with the mythicals, legendaries, ultra beasts, those type of Pokemon, if you could choose one of them to be your buddy, uh, real world consequences notwithstanding, like <laughs> I'm not going to bring out Cartana and all of a sudden there's atomic bombs everywhere because it's cutting atoms. <laughs> right, right. Like that, we keep those out of it. Yeah, but we'll, if, we'll you, if you had to pick one of those level of Pokemon to be your buddy, what would you pick? Suicune. Ooh, I wouldn't have thought of that. That's that a is, good one. Yeah, absolutely. It's another Pokemon that you could potentially ride, and it purifies mm-hmm. water, so you always have water to drink, you know, and uh, it just looks good. really cool. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Suicune really has grown on me. Um, as a kid, you know, like, yeah, Entei. Because, <laughs> you know. Yeah, for sure. I was, a, f- I was a 14-year-old boy at one point in life. <laughs> <laughs> Fire dog. Okay. Yeah. Suicune but has which... grown on me. Which of the three do you think would be the safest to ride, though? I think Suicune, probably, because Raikou would have, like, you know, the static and stuff through its fur, and Mm -hmm. Entei would just be really hot, I'm assuming. Most Um, likely. The volcano Pokemon, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Suicune might be the safest set. That's a good move. I like it. I saw it shiny during Johto Tour for the first time. Oh, it's good. That is a good shiny. We love it. You know what? That's a 10. I, I'm open up shiny, the book of 10. Shiny Suicune? Shiny Suicune's uh, a 10. I'm here for 10. it. I'm here for so it. So good. Approved. Yeah. Chris, stamp so, of approval. <laughs> that, was a, that was a stamp. So, <laughs> 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 so well, well, Chris, well, we're going to uh, wrap up this friends list episode, but we want to kind of finish off on like one last question. So, if you could give one piece of Pokemon advice to both new, so level one trainers to level 50 veteran trainers, what piece of advice would you give to them? Uh, for both or so one piece of advice for new and one piece of advice for veterans or one good piece of advice for both. What about all of it? A, a piece of advice for new, a <laughs> yeah, piece of advice okay. for the veterans and a piece of uh-huh. advice that is overarching. I like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think for new players, the piece of advice would be, uh, as long as you're not PVP, just use what you like. Mm. Yeah. Raids aren't that difficult. You, you can't do five stars without other people anyway. You'll be fine. Just don't sweat it. Yeah. Okay. Um, for veteran players, I think it would be uh, 
Jeez, I man, that's such a tough one. Yeah. Because I want to say like learn how to fast catch because I feel like that's still a minority of people. Yeah. And that yeah. transforms oh, yeah. my gameplay. So if you're a veteran player and you're con- and you are committed to Pokemon Go and you're not fast catching, um, it's not breaking TOS. Mm-hmm. Niantic has basically said it's good to go. Yep. Um. Nice. So I would really, I'd really say do that. And then for both, just be nice to other Pokemon Go players, regardless of what's going on, because. You never know who you're going to be raiding with. You never know who you need to trade with. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. you never know who you're going to see at GoFest. And maybe you're dehydrated because all of us are. <laughs> at <GoFest>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they've got an extra bottle of water. You know what I mean? Like, hey. <laughs> I like it. I, I love it. I uh, was doing GBL the other night and I battled Hisui and Ryan, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah. And I was like, oh. what? This is awesome. And the nerves got the best of me and he absolutely <laughs> kicked my butt. Like, but, Wait, am I even oh, tapping no. the screen? Yeah. And I was like, this is great. So I immediately went to the Discord. I was like, hey, good game, man. Oh, that was great. That's awesome. So, yeah. It was, Ryan's it was, cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right, Chris. So, you got any final thoughts? Anything you want to share with our, our dear and human listeners? Uh, just, I'm really thankful that y'all had me on. This has been a lot of fun. I really love hanging out with the two of you. Absolutely. I was blessed to meet you in person. I really hope that we get to run that back sometime this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're hoping and planning for it. Um, got that right. And, uh, and, and Chris, I'm glad that you're here on a day, uh, well, on all of the, the days now that our technology actually works. Hey. Uh, <laughs> so we have a full show for the people. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Excellent. So for for our listeners that might not know, like if, I don't know what you were doing the entire episode, but if, in case you didn't know, we have GoCast Chris with us. Uh, Chris, why don't you tell the people if they want more GoCast in their life, where can where can they mm-hmm. find that? Yeah, so pretty much GoCast podcast with no space. You'll you'll find us just about anywhere. Okay. In fact, our URL is gocastpodcast.com. Our handle on Twitter is at gocastpodcast. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com forward slash gocastpodcast. Like. Our Twitch channel is the same thing. You're going to find us everywhere with just that. Um, But if for some reason you don't want to type in a URL, you can Google GoCast Podcast. And for some reason, our SEO is pretty good. I don't know how that happened. Um, I'm very thankful because I didn't touch it. (laughs) Yes, and that is is a very deep rabbit hole to solve if you don't have a good SEO. (laughs) I was like, thank goodness, because I don't know how this works. (laughs) It's it's a whole thing. You'll find us if you Google us, no problem. Um, Very cool. And shout out to my co-host, Kyle. Absolutely. Oh, and and DeFi and Fish, they're technically my co-hosts as well. That's true. That's true. Uh, If you've listened to the show, uh, you know DeFi and Fish. I actually, uh, the only stream that I have done oh, yeah. was with Fish. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was oh, super wow, fun. Yeah. He actually, he got me on and we hung out and did some sets and it was fun. Some good Any time spent with Fish is a good time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, this is this is one half of the, uh, the GoCast crew. Like I said, we'll have to get Kyle on and have some fun as well. Um, but I think that's all we've got. That's it. Yeah. Well... That is what we have for our show. Uh, we are so glad that you were able to join us today. Uh, one, based on your schedule, and two, technologically successfully. Hey, we did it. I am, I am <laughs> glad all around that we have been able to make this work um, in, a, in a good way. Uh, but listeners, both human and deer alike, mm-hmm. we have reached the final, final end of our show. So from all of us, that is it for this episode of the Roundtable Chat Top presents The Friends List, where we hang out with real trainers 
real people, and real friends. I'm Old Johnny One Ball. I'm Shadow Prime 34. And I'm Chris from the Go Cast Podcast. See you around.